You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. It's more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult. You're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. says he didn't make it they will have to measure from the 28 yard line of auburn bama going left to right bryce gets the snap knee high looks throws the fade route near side end zone got it oh touchdown alabama caught by jacory brooks in the end zone he gets position on the defensive back jalen simpson and pulls it down for the touchdown with 24 seconds to go in regulation play. What a throw. What a catch. Good Lord, what a day. Gets the snap. Lux throws wide open. Touchdown, Alabama in overtime. Slade Bolden pulling down his second touchdown reception of the year. And Alabama has taken the lead 16-10 to 10 here in overtime. Well, Bill O'Brien getting everybody involved right there. Was to the far side, Finley stands in, looks, throws. It is caught for a touchdown by Landon King. The tight end pulls down his first touchdown. 
touchdown. Price waits, gets the snap, looks left, throws a BB, caught for a two-point conversion. John Mechie. He beat Nehemiah Pritchett's side. Finley rolls to his right, under pressure, throws, and is caught by the tight end, and he is in for a touchdown, or excuse me, the two-point conversion. Again, that's going to be a tight end that they went to, John Samuel Schenker. Now for the two-point conversion to win it for Alabama. Bryce in the shotgun, gets the snap, backpedals, looks left, throws, touchdown! Two-point conversion, and Alabama wins John Mechie on the grab! John Mechie on the grab! And Alabama... I come out with some music. To defeat the Auburn Tigers in multiple overtimes, four overtimes, and John Mechie is the hero. Hi, welcome in. It is the Wednesday edition, and we got Wow Today's Well Women on Wednesdays. Brought to you by Schaefer Plastic Surgery, and uh, also we are presented by, as far as show each and every day, by Top Golf of Birmingham. Got the Top Golf. You'll absolutely love it. We call it the bowling of this generation, and also driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. You'll see Tony Russell and all the great folks at Sonny King Ford. Change coming to Alamo Football Radio Broadcast booth this September. That was the headlines and the uh, front story for Michael. Casa Grande this morning on AO.com. The school announced today that longtime voice of the team, Eli Gold, will be sidelined to start the season due to health issues. Chris Stewart, the play-by-play man for Alabama basketball and other sports, will take his seat in the booth. We asked Chris uh, earlier to come on, and out of respect for Eli, I said, look, you know, this is Eli's day, and uh, let, uh, let's uh, talk about that and talk about some of the things uh, that uh, he's done and uh, hopefully we'll be back coming up, up uh, later in the season as well. But uh, Chris Stewart, a class act. He is doing uh, emceeing the uh, Nick Kids uh, luncheon that they do every year. Start of the season as Alabama gets ready for their first day of practice coming up for fall practice today. But uh, Chris Stewart, the play-by-play man for Alabama basketball, other sports, will take the seat in the booth. Stewart has been a sideline reporter recent years on football broadcast. Uh, Stewart will also host the Nick Saban show, a radio show on Thursday nights during the season. So uh, Eli, 68 years old, he signed a new deal with Alabama back in 2018 that extended his contract through the 2023 season at the time of the extension, he uh, told AL.com he planned on working beyond the end of that. So his streak of consecutive Crimson Tide games called ended at 4.09 after catching COVID-19 before the 2020 uh, trip to Arkansas. Stewart filled his chair that day before Gold returned the following week for the SEC Championship game. Before that, Gold had sh- uh, shoulders uh, replaced in 2020 and uh, had both shoulders replaced in 2020, the second of which came just a month before being sidelined by the COVID. So we all know him as a Sports Hall of Fame uh, inductee, uh, as a broadcaster, also NASCAR, Motorsports Racing Network. Uh, gosh, you going down. Birmingham Barons, uh, he was there. He did uh, the Bulls hockey, uh, just an unbelievable broadcaster. Again, and Matt, I'll go to you first. Been a longtime friend of Eli Gold. Uh, we both have known him for many, many years. Had a chance to, in the honor of having him broadcast my game, say my name, yeah. and talk a lot about uh, and, and share a lot of memories of those uh, early 90s when uh, Coach Stallings got there. Uh, tremendous man and uh, a guy that we have seen recently over at Baum Howers on Monday nights yeah. when him and Corey Reamer would do the show together and stuff. But uh, Eli's going nowhere, I don't think, and uh, I think he's going to take it to the sidelines for a little bit, get recovered, and uh, hopefully 
we'll see him back uh, here in the near future. Well, first and foremost, um, our prayers go to the Gold family, to Eli Claudette and his, uh, his beautiful young daughter, Elise. Grew up with him and around him. He doesn't live very far from me. But the first thing I'd like to say is Eli's going to be back. Now, that's my personal opinion. I have talked to him uh, right around the spring game. Um, and this is, this hurts, man. He, you know, of all of the broadcasting that he has done, this is the most important hands down. And he wants to be there, but they've made a decision. And I would just caution everybody to think he's out for the year. He could pop up in three or four games Yeah, and I hope he does. And if anybody can do it, it will be Eli gold. So we'll see, uh, as far as that's concerned, uh, just would like to put the brakes on us. Heard on several interviews and reports that he's out for the year. That is not true. That's not the way the story read. Michael Casagrande did not write it that way. Let's caution on that. Unfortunately, that's often the case when it comes to illnesses. But um, Eli's strong. He's strong-minded. And uh, I predict that he'll be back. And I certainly hope that he will. Of course, John Forney, my generation, long time be remembered as the voice of Alabama, but Eli's right there. This has been his 25th year started in 88. Yeah. I believe is my, right. is my, is my yeah. math. I think right? That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember how long ago it's been. Um, and started really the first sports talk show, uh, in Birmingham calling, calling all, all sports. sports. Yeah. Yep. My dad and I used to listen to that. I'd go, we'd go down to the grocery store, food world right there in uh Roebuck center point. And I would sit in the car. He'd go in to get groceries. I said, I don't want to miss this. I want to listen to Eli and uh, calling all and sports. And what were you, 13, uh, yeah, 14? Somewhere in there. Yeah, I was probably at middle school, but I wanted to hear everything that was happening with the Crimson Tide. Lars, this is a guy from Brooklyn, New York, who made his way to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. But uh, we lost another great one in Vince Scully as well. We'll get into that here in just a little bit. But you talk about the broadcasters, the guys that paint the picture, and the guys who really make an impact for the listener on the other end, especially for so long before we've had the multimedias and the, amount, the ability to see your team every weekend on national TV or to see it locally, uh, they were the ones who painted the picture for the audience, for the fans, to be able to listen in and hear what was happening game day for everybody. Yeah, and there also just uh, there's a there is a melody to his voice that is just uh, it, it just it just makes you feel good, and he has the the uh, um, the ability to put you in the moment, like you said by by painting word pictures and being very evocative. And uh, I've gotten to know Eli over the years um, because of uh, the, the fact that we both, I, I didn't grow up in New York, but spent a lot of time in New York, covered NASCAR, and uh, and now we're both in Alabama together. Uh, he's been the host of the Nick Saban show for years, and I know Chris Stewart's going to replace him uh, temporarily uh, in that role as well. But uh, when I've been the media guest on the Saban show, you know, Eli has always been so welcoming uh, so friendly and, um, you know, it just, uh, he, he makes it very easy on you when you are being interviewed by him. And that is the mark of a really, really good reporter. And then after we got to know each other just a little bit, every time we saw each other, it was just like, he treated me like we were really close friends. And, uh, and, and, and I think that's another mark of, of someone who is, who is very special. He makes you feel very important. 
And, um, you know, Matt and I and, and, and Jay, we've, we've just bumped into him randomly here over the last uh, few months when we'd go and have some uh, business discussions, right, at Baumhauer's. And um, uh, just uh, just one of the best play-by-play guys, uh, play-by-play broadcasters in the country. And I think it's always because, as well, Jay, he knew what his role was. And that was, again, to sort of vividly paint the picture in as few words as possible and then hand it over to the color analyst, someone like you, Jay, who would describe sort of what is actually going on, what strategy, uh, you know, is happening, what the coaches are thinking, what the player was thinking on a certain play. He definitely knew knows his role. I, I don't want to... I, I do not want to slip into past tense here because, as Matt said, this isn't the end of the road uh, for Eli calling games, I don't think, by any stretch. But uh, it certainly gives us a moment of pause and to appreciate everything he has done for uh, not just the University of Alabama, but for this state throughout his career. Matt, have you ever worked with him on – I did a color analyst deal with him uh, for the Birmingham Steel Dogs, and I was so nervous. Because I, not because of the game, because of Eli. No, well, Eli, <laughs> and, and also because I, I'd never done color, and you know, I, you know, I thought, okay, this was going to be easy. As I get to the game, I start researching, looking at names, looking at all types of stuff, trying to make sure I've got it down pat. And and the whole thing was going to be about rhythm, about me knowing when to step in, when to step back. Uh, all that was kind of as Eli was explaining it to me before the game. He said, "Look, just follow my lead, and and I'm going to give you some signals. I'm going to give you some some moments. You'll know when to step in and come out." And you just went, when you step in, just step in with confidence, step in and, and talk about the things that you know, and then bring it back to me to let me get back to the play by play. Man, he, he was so good at just making you feel. He set you up so comfortable. Yeah, yeah. and and, and I, I, I'll be honest, I walked away from that game going, "Oh my gosh, I was horrible." Uh, and he was so generous and so gracious, going, uh, "Man, you did a great job." I knew I did not. I had not performed as well as I wanted to. I know, and I knew that I made a lot of mistakes. Stepped on top of him many times, but he did so good at setting me up and allowing me to at least be somewhat uh, respectable for the game. But did you ever have a chance to uh, to work with him? Not and, on a game. Now, we, a game. Have, we yeah. have co-hosted many events, and, yeah. and that's always been a blast because uh, Eli and I have just, we grew up in the same era. Yeah. We love baseball, uh, stock car racing, you, you name it, and uh, that's always been a lot of fun. Uh, the, just a, a, a couple of things, and uh, Eli Gold. Overprepared every, and I learned this from him, by the way. Uh, you overprepare for every broadcast, and I mean 75% over the top, and that's what he did. Also, and I know we need to get a break because Roger Hoover from the Crimson Tide Sports Network is due to join us here in just a minute. But the combination of Brooklyn, New York, and Foley, Alabama was one of the best broadcast. Nothing against John Parker, okay? I, yeah. I think we're all there. But to hear that twang, well, 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 Eli. <laughs> and then to hear Eli coming back. Yeah. Well, I told you. It, yeah. it was just a marvelous com- uh, combination. I miss it. Well, and again, he made so many of those guys. Phil Savage was unbelievable. And Phil was mm-hmm. Phil would tell you that he was as good of an analyst and a, and a play-by or a color guy based on Eli. I think you, John Parker Wilson would say the same. He's done a terrific job as well. All right, we got uh, Roger Hoover coming up next. Uh, he's very connected to CTSN, Crimson Tide Sports Network, and uh, look forward to hearing his thoughts on Eli and much more. Women-owned Wednesdays as well. Dana Duckworth is going to be joining us at 1230. Look forward to catching back up with her. 
And uh, again, sponsored by Schaefer Plastic Surgery. Stay with us. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny, scattered showers and storms around through early tonight. The high today, 92, tonight's low, 73. Tomorrow, another very humid day, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms around. The high tomorrow at 90. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 83 degrees in Tuscaloosa. All right, welcome back in. And the big news today, Eli Gold stepping aside for a little bit and uh, with some health issues from the Crimson Tide Sports Network and uh, also with the Crimson Tide Sports Network, Brian Passing, happy birthday. He joined the club today. So uh, congratulations to him. Hope he's having a great birthday. And let's welcome in CTSN's uh, Roger Hoover, who joins us each and every Wednesday. And uh, we'll get his take on Eli and much, much more. But uh, Roger, hope you're having a great week so far. Yeah, thank you for having me on, guys. Well, let's start with Eli. Uh, just uh, the news of that coming out, I'm sure, shocked a lot of the uh, the, the uh, Alabama faithful in the nation. And uh, just looking at uh, his career and all that he's done and all he's accomplished. But just give us a little bit of rundown of all that you can uh, on him and kind of where everything stands. Chris will be taking over uh, in his spot for right now. But, um, you know, hoping uh, and praying for him and his family and praying for his health and hoping that he can return. Yeah, we're definitely just thinking about Eli and his family today and just hoping that there is there are better days ahead for him and just uh, making sure that he can recover as quickly as possible and then uh, come back to where he belongs, and that's calling Alabama Crimson Tide football, which he's done so well since the late 80s, and uh, it was incredible to uh, see how long he had done games, 409 straight before he had to miss that Arkansas game in 2020 due to COVID, and he was able to bounce back really well after that, and Chris did a fine job filling in for him uh, for that game and no Chris was ready and prepared to be uh, filling in for him to start this season. And I know he'll do a really great job there, but all of us are just continuing to pray for Eli's health and get him back as quickly as possible because it really isn't Alabama football on the radio without him. Roger, over the years, what have you admired most about Eli and just his, his talent at, uh, at, at being a play by play broadcaster? Well, the way he is so organized, I heard you guys talking about his preparation. He gets so prepared for the games. You know, he's got a stat, he's got biographical details on every single player, and that's what all broadcasters like to do. But uh, Eli's got it down to a science at this point in his career. I mean, his spotting boards are just immaculate and just laid out so well. I love kind of staring at him during the pregame show uh, while I'm by myself. So while he goes down to talk to Coach Dave, and I just keep looking at those boards over and over again and just wonder you know, how many hours it took to get ready for this. But he also stays so organized with all the different live reads that we have on the broadcast you know if the ball gets in the red zone it's 
we don't say the red zone, we say the Chick-fil-A red zone, you know, different things throughout the game are just sponsored. And he, the way he keeps track of all of those things without a producer prompting him, he just knows where he has to go. And I think his preparation and both, yes, calling the game is one thing, but also making sure that we fulfill our obligations to our sponsors is really remarkable. And then his sense of humor, eh? he's just so fun to be around. And uh, I always love the start of our broadcast about the 10 minutes before we go on air. He, Tom Stipe, and Butch Owens will just make fun of me relentlessly. And, you know, they're they're picking apart every part of my life, you know, and career, having a lot of fun with it. And then uh, once the music starts, we come on to talk Alabama football. We have a great time there. And he's got a great sense of humor on air as well. Uh, we always have a laugh. We always have a good time. So those, those are the two main things that I think about with Eli is just how organized, how prepared he is for every game, and then just how he has fun. And he makes our broadcast enjoyable to fans of all schools. You're seeing tributes pour in from fans of not just Alabama, but every school in the SEC and many around the country. You know, when they catch our broadcast on satellite radio, they always have a good time. And that's thanks to Eli. Roger Hoover from the Crimson Tide Sports Network is our guest here on the Jay Barker Show. Uh, I totally respect if, if you can't really answer this question in, in any shape, form, or fashion, but I'm, I'm a broadcaster. I'm going to ask. Chris will step in. How do, is there a domino effect there? What will we hear against Utah State? Uh, mainly, it's going to stay about the same uh, because of our pregame and postgame setups. Uh, you know, I host those, and then Chris does a part of pregame. He'll fly back a little bit further, I would imagine, uh, kind of where Eli takes over in the final 45 minutes or so before the game starts in terms of some pregame chat. And then in-game, it's going to be very similar. You know, Chris, in his role, he has been the host of our broadcast in recent years, and uh, that means coming in and out of break with some advertising copy. You may hear me do a few of those things, and then Chris call the game, of course, uh, on play-by-play. But it's going to be very, very similar, with the big exception that Chris is filling in for Eli calling the plays. But uh, it won't be a dramatic change in terms of the format or anything like that. We're going to try to keep it uh, very, very similar, so that way when Eli does return, it's a seamless transition. Uh, same thing happened when I filled in for Chris on men's basketball for the first half of the 2019-20 season. We kept it exactly the same for that reason. You know, it's pretty amazing. And again, we're, we're talking uh, right now with Roger Hoover with CTSN, and we were going back over just all the history of what he's done uh, and, and the broadcaster that he is and how he's able to set up the, the color analyst. And, you know, and he's done such an array of sports. A guy from Brooklyn, New York, who has come to Alabama and become the voice of the Crimson Tide, is, it really is an amazing story. And, and look, we know that Eli has a lot of fight in him. So we're not, we're, this is not a, a eulogy. This is not a, uh, a goodbye. This is more of a, a pause, we think, for him. Uh, and, and again, Matt asked as far as just kind of how things are going to run down. But, um, you know, just for, from a psyche of the broadcast team, you know, for you guys stepping up into those roles, just talk about that and how important it is for each of y'all to really step up right now while he is out and, and take on some different uh, roles and, and more importantly, leadership and making sure the broadcast goes as, as, as it has with him for so many years. Yeah, we just want to be supportive as possible, uh, and that starts with uh, his family making sure they have everything they need, and right now that starts with a lot of prayers, um, but then also just making sure that um, he knows that when it's time to return, he'll be able to return. We'll give him all the resources possible to make sure that it's a seamless transition uh, back to the mic once he's able to do that. So I think that's the biggest thing you know, for us. Uh, it's a great responsibility calling any Alabama sports, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, women's basketball. Uh, it's 
all a responsibility, and we want to make sure we do it to the best of our abilities. And really, we're going to work hard to make sure we live up to the standard that he set. You know, we're very fortunate that he's done this so long for so well, and we want to continue making sure that uh, we honor that by doing the best job that we can for him. And then again, we just want to work hard toward welcoming him back when the time is right. Man, Roger, always great stuff, my man. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for sharing your thoughts about Eli. And uh, we're praying for him and his family. Hope to get him back very, very soon. All right, my man, thank you. Have a great week. All right, thank you, guys. Roll Tide. All right, Roll Tide. All right, we'll continue. Dana Duckworth coming up next. We'll talk women on Wednesdays. We do it each and every day, every week. Wow. Brought to you by Schaefer Plastic Surgery. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. It handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. And Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's 
Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC. Letter O. Time for Wow Women on Wednesdays, brought to you by Schaefer Plastic Surgery, Chris Schaefer, and all the great folks there at Schaefer Plastic Surgery that can help you out with all your needs. When it comes to uh, all the different things that they do at Schaefer Plastic Surgery, check it out for yourself, and uh, we'll give you more contact information about that. But uh, always great to go by and see Chris. We were actually uh, at dinner with him just the other night and uh, down at Walk-Ons on 119. Let's welcome in Dana Duckworth, former gymnastics head coach, University of Alabama, and out now doing a ton, uh, dealing with Title IX and a lot of other issues surrounding women's sports. So always great to have her on. Dana, I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, congratulations on your new gig and all that you're doing. And I know you're in, in a whirlwind as far as traveling and a lot of speaking engagements, but uh, hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. It's been a good day. Actually, I've been in Carbon Hill uh, kicking off a bunch of teachers that are going to be starting their academic season and talking about mental endurance, mental toughness, you know, all those great things. I've had a chance to do some incredible family vacations. So making the best of both worlds. It's been fun. That's awesome. I mean, just from when you go in and talk and, and, and talking to uh, these, uh, whether, whether it be administrators or teachers or uh, even the, the coaches and stuff, uh, drawing back from your experiences, all that you've been through, um, I, I'm sure for them to hear you know these stories and, and it, it's such an encouraging thing for them and really a building block for them heading into their 2022 uh, seasons and, and really the school year itself. Well, I think that everyone is still recovering from the exhaustion of what COVID did, right, to our world. And so I think what's so beautiful is you get a chance to go in and meet people where they're at, Jay, right? You get to kind of say, what, you know, where are you? Where's your energy level? Have you resharpened the saw? How are you going and starting? Because right now, as the school season starts uh, for not only at college and for, you know, high schoolers and middle schoolers and families and such, you know, you have to like reset and you get a fresh perspective and hopefully people are going to know what chapter of life they're in right now and make the best of it. So I think when you share stories about, you know, sports is so relatable. So you can talk about when someone has fallen on their face and how they got back up and how important resilience is and how mental toughness is a learned behavior, right? And so if you think the bad stuff and you use it for fuel in order to learn and grow and step up, and become, you know, the big term everyone's saying, the better version of yourself. There's so truth to that. And so 
you know, I don't know if the stories are that different, but they're relatable to so many people. And so it's fun to be able to just go inspire others. Dana, here's a big picture question for you. In your estimation, what do you think is the biggest issue facing women collegiate athletics right now? Ooh, Marge, you always ask the toughest questions, but good ones as well. <laughs> oh, women's athletics. I think that, you know, when we talked about yeah. it last couple weeks ago, Title IX, um, of course, has made incredible steps. Uh, I think that the the name, image, and likeness is a beautiful thing for women's athletics and giving women the opportunity to use their platforms and their uh, social media platforms to be able to, whether it's get discounts on things, be a voice, or be the face of things, I think it's really exciting. You know, biggest issue for women's sports continues to be uh, in resources, equality, uh, of course, in the professional world, it's all about pay and opportunity. Um, but I also think mental health, and that's not just females. It's everywhere. And it's getting a grasp on what that is, what that looks like, and how can we move forward with using the tools of success and, and just, again, hardships to become stronger, thanking the tough stuff to become better um, and not use it. Um, I don't know, so I would say mental health is huge. But I also think just equality and resources continues to be something that we fight for. Hey, Dana, I, I know this is an effort to move for onward and upward, and, and obviously we're all very much for that. But can you just kind of look over your shoulder and, and tell us where really good strides have been made? I think that there have been more opportunities for women, especially in college athletics to be a scholarship athlete, to be able to have opportunities to compete at the highest level and be a part of a team and be part of a university. So there's been greatest growth in the number of opportunities. And that's why when you see more women's sports being added to different universities, especially in the world of gymnastics, you know, it just means that another little girl who had a dream, who sat in the stands to be one of those women one day have been given that opportunity. And I think that's one of the greatest growths we've seen. With NIL uh, really hitting hard, and again, we're talking to Dana Duckworth, former gymnastics coach uh, for the University of Alabama head coach, and now part of the uh, mental toughness uh, tour that uh, she's been doing and forum that's going on and also surrounding Title IX. But with NIL, the collectives have come out. Uh, one launched yesterday, uh, High Tide Traditions. The, the goal behind that is not just for – Football is for all athletes, whether it be women, sports. I mean, it looks like softball, baseball, gymnastics could benefit so greatly from this, uh, from the scholarship issues and limitations that they have. Also, the Olympic sports on the university campuses. But talk about what a change that can mean for just the resources that maybe have not been there for the athletes and especially for women's sports. Well, I think market value. You know, you, you step in, you have this skill set, you have this athleticism. You have, you know, and in, in certain sports, some of the best athleticism ever in gymnastics just because it's such a full package. For, But I believe that it allows young women who can build their brand and have a voice to be able to maximize their opportunities to put their name out there, to be able to have financial opportunities, to get sponsors, to be able to have those things. So 
it's it's a change, but it also to see the Olympic sports be supported and be funded as well as some of the dominant sports um, like football and basketball and baseball. I mean, that just gives people uh, opportunity. But I also think it puts a lot of um, the microscope is on you as well. And so you have to be careful what you wish for. Dana, let's say you are an elite gymnastic or elite gymnast, female gymnast, mm-hmm. and uh, and you have a very successful college career. Uh, perhaps you go and, and, and win a medal in the Olympics. How do you then carry on your career, given the fact that, uh, as far as I know, there, there's no professional gymnastics league? There are a few athletes that will go professional. You know, Simone Biles, Nasiel Yukin, um, Carly Patterson. There, there have been, you know, a, a select few that have gone to the Olympic Games that have had an elite career and then been able to capitalize on that. Now, with NIL, you know, like a Sunisa Lee with Shallon Olsen at Alabama, who's a Canadian that was able to go back and, you know, be in the Olympic Games for her, her country again. And just recently, uh, you had a couple of the Florida athletes go back to USA Gymnastics and compete and win the U.S. Classic, right? The ability to be able to now go back and forth from the and collegiate world and the elite world is a game changer, right? And so it uh, the balance of the endorsements and being able to do Dancing with the Stars while being a college athlete, being able to be promoted with different products and brands and things and be able to manage all that is a whole new world that really is just untapped and has just begun. So it's going to be how do these women balance not only – the opportunities they have from a marketability perspective, but from also being able to do their job in the collegiate program they're a part of and at the national level. So it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. All right, Dana, we ask you tough questions because we know you can handle them. <laughs> kind of stepping in a that. different direction. Do you, do you have any thoughts on the Brittany Griner situation in Russia? I don't. I don't know enough to be able to give my thoughts, to be quite okay. honest. But I appreciate it. Oh uh, no, that, that's a fair answer, and um, <laughs> one I would have expected to get from you if you weren't. If, hey, if you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. Uh, well, anyway, that's the I, thing. I appreciate that mm-hmm. very much. Uh, can you can you outline and tell us how people can get involved and how they can find you and how find you on on this uh, leadership forum that you're you're a part of? Well, this is what's so neat. So Ben Newman is involved with Alabama football and in businesses. He's a, just an incredible speaker. And I had him work with the team last year. And in working with him, he asked, offered me the opportunity to join his Mental Toughness Forum. So if you go to mentaltoughnessforum.com, you can sign up. And I'm talking about some of the best motivators, the best speakers, authors. I mean, from I listened to one today that was, phenomenal um of a woman that was in at the boston marathon that was part of the bombing and how she ended up losing her leg and how she came back and built resilience and and wrote books and is now doing leadership training i mean you've got big names jim rome ted rapp tim grover i mean it's insane the lineup that's in this group so if you go to mental forum mental toughness forum.com you can learn all about it 
and you can enter to listen and watch all these different amazing speakers. And I'm on day four. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to tell anybody that, but that's when I am. <laughs> <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh, we can't we can't uh, let you go without getting your thoughts. And uh, I'm sure you heard the news that Eli Gold stepping down due to the health reasons for a while, and uh, Chris Stewart taking over uh, as far as play by play the upcoming football season. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family, but we think that he'll be back. He's tough and uh, he's been through things like this before, but uh, your, your thoughts on Eli Gold. I love that man. How do you not love Eli Gold? He walks into a room and no one's a stranger. His voice is iconic. And I hope that he can muster the strength and the health and get what he needs to be able to get back because there's nothing like Eli Gold. Now, I will say I'm a good friend with Chris. We started television together way back when, when he didn't know much about gymnastics, and he would just turn it over to me and um, adore Chris, and he'll do a great job and fill in. But my prayers and my thoughts are with Eli, his family, and that he will be able to rebound. And he's a tough cookie, and I know he can come back from this. Dana, always great to have you on. Great to hear your voice. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, and talk to you soon. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Dana Duckworth and uh, now part of Mental Toughness Forum and traveling around, being a part of that, and a former head coach of the gymnastics team at the University of Alabama. Great to have her on. Women on Wednesdays. Wow. Brought to you by Schaefer Plastic Surgery. We'll be back. Stay with us as we continue and wrap up hour number one. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny, scattered showers and storms around through early tonight. The high today, 92. Tonight's low, 73. Tomorrow, another very humid day, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms around. The high tomorrow at 90. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 83 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome to the final round of the 1982 Masters. But baseball was his domain. Between pitches, his gifts as a storyteller were on full display. In 1950, when he was just 22, Scully joined the Brooklyn Dodgers broadcast team, working alongside his mentor, Red Barber. The Dodgers of that time were among the best-loved and most gifted teams ever. Jackie Robinson, Duke Snyder, Roy Campanella, Gil Hodges, and Pee Wee Reese provided rich material for the young announcer. So did Johnny Padres, who shut out the Yankees in Game 7 of the 1955 World Series to give Brooklyn its only world championship. 
In October 1956, Scully called the only World Series no-hitter ever, Don Larson's perfect game against the Dodgers at Yankee Stadium. Just over a year later, the Dodgers relocated to L.A. Scully went west with them. He called Sandy Koufax's perfect game in 1965. Sandy into his windup. Here's the pitch. Swung out and missed a perfect game. And Dennis Martinez's in 1991. Over the course of nearly 60 years in L.A. until his retirement in 2016, Scully called thousands of L.A. Dodgers games, either on television, or radio, or both. Believe me when I tell you, I've needed you far more than you needed me. You talk about Dodger tradition, Vince Scully, the greatest announcer in, the, in this country. You talk about cut his heart open, you'll see Dodger tattooed on that heart too. As the lead play-by-play -play announcer for both CBS and later NBC on their national baseball broadcast, Scully would see his audience extend far beyond Southern California. He was, for instance, the man who described to millions the crucial play in Game 6 of the 1986 World Series. Scully's voice beautifully accompanied the highlights of October, but it was his remarkable radio call of a home run in a game played on April 8, 1974, that best demonstrates his unique brand of genius. I was listening that night. I don't even know the words now, but when the ball disappeared, Vin Scully stood up and turned his back on the action on the field so that he wouldn't be tempted to intrude. What a lesson for all of us. With intelligence, impartiality, enthusiasm, and at the same time restraint, Vin Scully was the fan's ideal companion for thousands of games. In an age when so many announcers are so eager to draw attention to themselves, he knew when to assert himself and went to stand aside to allow the moment to speak for itself. All right, welcome back in. Vince Scully dies, passed away at 94, and uh, man, what a legend in the broadcasting industry. We're talking about Eli Gold earlier, who will step away for a while for the Crimson Tide, and uh, Chris Stewart stepping in in his role, but we lost uh, a great one uh, in Vince Scully. I cannot believe, I, I go back and I, I, I did not realize all the great sports moments that he's been a part of from so many different angles, from NFL to NHL to uh, baseball to the Dodgers and the voice of the Dodgers. I mean, just amazing all the great calls uh, yeah, he had it, over the years. It goes on and on. Yeah. You know, the, the catch in the NFL. Montana to Clark. Yeah. Kurt Gibson's game-winning home run, 88 World Series. Sandy Koufax, perfect game. We just heard Hank Aaron's historic 715th home run. Don Larson's perfect game in the 56 World Series. Bill Buckner's error, error in game six of the 86 World Series. And, again, we could just go on and on. And uh, he, to me, was almost more of a poet than a broadcaster. And he, Matt, I'm sure you can talk way more than me on this because this is your expertise, not mine. 
he fundamentally understood that less is often more. And just just a, a few quick things about him. You know, he, he sang show tunes on his drive to work. He attended weekly mass outside the Dodgers clubhouse. And he would spend his afternoons when he wasn't at the stadium in his backyard pool doing play-by-play of his children and grandchildren swimming. Just a remarkable <laughs> human being. Well, we mourn his passing. But unfortunately, guys, it's the passing of an era. The play-by-play announcers like Scully, my all-time favorite Jack Buck, Red Barber, Alabama's own Mel Allen. That, because of technology, it's gone. And uh, it saddens me greatly, but that's just and the times where he was never about me. No, you know the one thing that uh, on bobblehead night, on Vin Scully bobblehead night at, at at Dodger Stadium, the one thing he never mentioned was that it was Vin Scully well, bobblehead night. That's very typical, Vince Vin Scully. All right, we'll continue. Wow, Women on Wednesdays. We had Dana Duckworth earlier. Brought to you by Schaefer Plastic Surgery. Coming up at one fifteen, we got. Tim Brando will join us as well in hour number two. Stick around. We're live from AVX. Audio video excellence continues. We'll be back. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. 
it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. It handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. It's delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight.
Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Kenyon Drake gets the toss again with lead blocking from Derrick Henry. Kenyon kicks to the inside. He's got speed. He's the 40. Down to the 30. He's in the 20. He's got blockers. He's going to go to the three-yard line. Alabama first and goal. Officially from the two. Here's the game. Derrick Henry walks it in over the left side. Touchdown, Alabama. Great block. Two, one. They get the snap away. Trent thrown, caught. Alabama first down, Cooper breaks the tackle five, he's going to go, touchdown Alabama, way to go Shane Lyons, welcome back to the booth my friend, it's in motion, they look towards a crossing route, but in comes Ryan Anderson, the ball is loose, picked up by Alabama, the Tide's got it inside the five yard line, Sean Robinson, Gets the snap, pressure, screen, Yeldon, 30, 25. Make a man miss. Right. He's going to go. He's gonna yes. Go. He's going to go. Touchdown, T.J. Yeldon. T.J. Yeldon on a screen, 28 yards. No flags. Alabama in what could be one of the epic comebacks in Crimson Tide history takes a 20-17 lead with the extra point to come. 51 seconds remaining in the ball. My reaction is, I don't know who voted me in, but they must have been, uh, they, I don't know what they were thinking. It's it's a wonderful honor. It's, it's very humbling. But, you know, I don't envision myself as a Hall of Famer, you know. Well, I'd say he's a Hall of Famer in all of our books. And uh, Eli Gold now coming out. Michael Crossgrande uh, wrote it this morning at AL.com, giving credit. Change is coming to the Alabama Football Radio Broadcast booth this September. The school announced Wednesday, longtime voice of the team, Eli Gold, would be sidelined to start due to health issues. Chris Stewart now will take over play-by-play for Alabama. And it's um, um, also basketball and other sports to take his seat in the booth. Stewart has been a uh, sideline reporter in recent years on football broadcasts, pregame broadcast as well. But uh, Eli, we expect him that he'll be back. He's strong. And, uh, man, he is such a part of the Alabama program since around uh, the late 80s, uh, since he's been there. So our thoughts and prayers go out to him. And uh, just wanted to play some of his great calls and uh, some of his comments there. We are presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf. You'll absolutely love it. It's the bowling of this generation, we always call it. And a lot of fun for your coworkers, friends, and family, whether you're laughing at shots or celebrating the shots. At Top Golf, it's always a ton of fun. Driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street, go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sonny King Ford. Any more thoughts on Eli before we uh, 
move on to some other uh, topics. We got we got uh, Tim Brando coming up at one fifteen today, but uh, just want to get your guys a uh, chance to uh, chime in if you have anything else to say. Uh, I, I've listened to a lot of Alabama games over the years in the car uh, because I'd be, be I have to be driving somewhere on a Saturday for some reason, right? I think all of us probably have, and uh, I've always found it virtually as entertaining listening to Eli. And, and first, when I first moved here, it was it was Stabler and then and then Phil and and uh, and, and now uh, John Parker. I've always found that just about as entertaining as uh, as actually watching the game because in my mind when i well when i grew up i i listened to all the nebraska games on the radio and it's like it's almost more magical when you play out the game in your head than it is actually seeing it because the possibilities are more limitless of of what is actually transpiring and eli just has that that way of uh uh, uh, of using the exact right words, very precise language, in again, as you mentioned uh, at the, in the first hour, Jay, of painting a very clear word picture, and then it comes alive. It sparkles in your imagination, and uh, I've just thought that he he is just absolutely one of the best in the country, and and, and perhaps maybe even the best I've heard uh, personally. Uh, in, in my life, I uh, remember uh, just just a couple of things. I remember when my wife Karen met him for the first time. Hello, Karen, and um, she goes. She turned to me right in front of Eli's. Well, he sounds just like he does on the radio. And and the other thing is, <laughs> in in, in uh, does in, <laughs> hello, Karen. Uh, but and the other thing is, in the words of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. Eli, will be back. I predict midseason. How about you, Jay? What uh, do you have a favorite memory? Uh, anything that sticks out with uh, your interactions with Eli over the years? Yeah, I mean, I mean, probably the interactions were always great. Uh, doing different events with him, I talked about doing color with him for um, one of the Steel Dog games, or, or maybe may been just an arena uh, game at that time. But uh, he's always been amazing. But just to have him say your name, call out the plays, you know, part of being the national championship, his final call there. All that are, are, are great memories that um, that we uh, have shared. So I'm, I'm going to ask Joe, uh, our producer down in Tuscaloosa, if he can, pull up uh, Nick Saban's uh, comments uh, that he had about rebuilding. We'll play that for you here in just one second. But he had a chance to uh, – he was on with uh, Greg McElroy and Cole Kublik this morning and had some comments about uh, the upcoming season and talked about the amount of returning starters and said last year was a rebuilding year. When you get that up and ready, let me know in my ear, and then we'll, uh, we'll go right to that. But uh, – some of the uh, things that uh, he had to say, but it is. I mean, you look at uh, where they are. They did lose a lot of guys uh, from the year before, especially on offense. Last year's team, I thought, was very much um, in a way they shouldn't have been compared to that year before, which may have been one of the best offensive units, probably the best ever, production-wise, talent-wise, Alabama's ever had. And the job that Matt Jones did, Bryce Young steps in and then starts to create chemistry. There at the end of the year, we have injuries of two receivers that go out. It's the, the majority of your production uh, in that national championship game, or it's another probably another national title for uh, the Crimson Tide and Nick Saban. But um, I thought it was interesting. He's got Nick Kids today. Uh, he did the, the uh, on the lake. Yesterday, he wore the usual New York uh, Yankees um, uh, shirt that he wears uh, every year. I think he's been wearing that since day one, since he got there uh, for the uh, freshman trip. 
and uh, to go out on the lake and throw those guys around. I think uh, you always think, wait a minute, you know, be careful. <laughs> Don't get anybody hurt on these things, but uh, he throws them off, and they'll get on the jet skis. Some guys are fall off. Some guys have never been on boats and never been on uh, any type of tubing. They've never been on jet skis, and uh, they get on Lake Tuscaloosa. Really a bonding moment for those young players. Yeah, I, I know it's a special moment, and uh, I've talked to many players over the years just about how cool it is, and and uh, just you see uh, Coach Saban in a different setting. You feel like you really get to know him and and, and Miss Terry, and just having fun, you know, jumping off the dock and and uh, getting in the boat and and uh, playing those games where uh, who can hang on to the tube and you know he tries to flip them off the tube and you know it's just uh it's a great bonding experience uh, i think and uh, uh i i know that it's something that coach saban really looks forward to um and and i'm sure the players do too actually and uh i got to say like ever since nick saban came out and was talking about well I guess all the players are just going to go, all the high school players, because of NIL, are just going to go to the school that pays them the most money. Ever since he made that statement, he has been on a recruiting rampage, right? Just in the last uh, 10 days or so, uh, he's just landed five-star after five-star uh, by pretty much every every recruiting site. Alabama now is the top-ranked class in, in the country and uh, I think it speaks to the larger issue of Nick Saban is not slowing down. Not at all. And he's proven it right now. really like about him is that, what, do they start tomorrow, Jay? Yes. On Except field? Today. today. Well, they meetings today at noon, meetings, I think it and was. Then they're actually going to be in, some, in shells or something. Yes, um, later on. Uh, but, uh, Nick, you know, every year, same thing. Freshmen on the lake, Nick kids, luncheon. Start practice. Right. I mean, it's, um, it's a routine. Routine. No, yeah, routine. yeah, and Yankees. Okay, yeah, Yankees, Yankees gear yeah. on the boat. <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay. I guess that's a conscious decision, or at least Miss Terry says, "Here, this is the one he wore this last year." <laughs> you know, does he get a new one every year? Probably. I mean, I doubt Alabama. Alabama to me is the Yankees of college football. Uh, I don't like the Yankees very much. I love the Yankees. <laughs> Let's think of something different. Well, you don't I like mean, baseball. So. I like the Yankees. What, they're, on, they're on pace to win, what, 116 games They could set year? the record that the Mariners set back uh, several years ago. All right, we'll, uh, we'll hold that audio. We'll play it a little bit later on. we got uh, Tim Brando coming up. So let's get a break for that and look forward to it here on this Wednesday edition. We call it WOW, Women on Wednesdays. We highlight women's stories and some of the great uh, guests as well. And we had Dana Duckworth on with us earlier for that and much more presented by Schaefer Plastic Surgery. All right, we'll be back live from AVX. Live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky partially sunny, scattered showers and storms around through early tonight. The high today 92, tonight's low 73. Tomorrow, another very humid day, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms around. The high tomorrow at 90. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 83 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
right, welcome back in. And uh, on this uh, Wednesday edition, we do Wow Women on Wednesdays. And that is sponsored by Schaefer Plastic Surgery, Dana Duckworth, former Alabama gymnastics coach, now a part of uh, a forum going around uh, dealing with Title IX, leadership, and uh, all types of great stuff. Great to have her on for that uh, earlier in the show. Let's go to Tim Brando. He's on with us each week, and always a pleasure to spend time with him. But he's been out playing some golf, I guess, what, Trump International recently. How was that? It was awesome yesterday, Jay. I mean, it was it was really tremendous. I, it's only about a like a five minute drive from the Terranea Resort, which is where Fox generally uh, always has its uh, NFL and college football seminar. So I had um, wanted to play it like two or three years ago, and it was under construction. There were some holes that they were renovating and that were right on the water. And, uh, so I heard it was up and going that the, the, uh, the greens had been punched. They had been aerated. So you had to hit the ball a little bit harder on the greens, but it really didn't matter because the vistas and the views were just so beautiful. Very much like Pebble Beach, very much like Pebble Beach. Um, might maybe hole for hole prettier because there's no, there's no golf hole there where you don't see the Pacific. And, you know, the mountains that go with it. And those mountains, that's only like 45 minutes away from LAX. So you just shoot north about 45 minutes uh, up, um, you know, Rancho Palos Verdes Way. And um, that's the same road, by the way, that Tiger Woods was on. And he was leaving Terranea when he had his accident. So those very steep hills uh, that um, that you're on, that's what you're following as you go up. It's got, there are a few little portions of it that are like a lot like Mulholland Drive if you've ever been on that anybody that's ever been to LA but it was just fantastic it was gorgeous and uh you know I hit it really good on the front but I didn't know the golf course so I made a few mistakes uh with my um club selection and shot 46 but was happy I really didn't my, my producer and director and I were together so it was just us and um on the back side I got hot got a couple of birdies and uh, got a terrific up and down on the final hole with a one putt from about 15 feet after I hit a little flop shot with my 60 degree, and uh, and it wound up uh, uh, a 38 on the on the back nine. So I shot 84, which I was like thrilled. <laughs> At the time, I actually thought it was 95. I was still thrilled, but then my uh, my producer started counting. He said, "Brandon, this one you have you have to have a stats man when you're calling a game. You're not good at math." It was an 84, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And I, I will tell you, I'll go back and play it again and again and again. Every time we have our seminar there, it's just, it's just too pretty not to take advantage of. Wow. That's very impressive. Uh, shooting 84 on that course. Uh, I know it's very challenging. Uh, Tim, uh, you and I have been texting just a little bit about, uh, Eli gold, and uh, obviously with the uh, the news this morning that Eli is going to be stepping away uh, a little bit from uh, for, from his play-by-play duties at, at Alabama. Just your thoughts on Eli as a, as a play-by-play announcer and uh, just, you know, how you've gotten to know him over the years. And, and just, uh, again, just sort of your thoughts in general on Eli. Well, uh, just as a friend. Uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, Eli's just a tremendous friend. And uh, we've shared some interesting times together on the road. Uh, sometimes we have those trips of planes, trains, and automobiles where crazy things happen. 
I think he wrote about it in a in a book that he wrote about uh, getting an opportunity to call a, a college basketball game on CBS one year um, when I can't remember. I think I think what what happened was I was called away to do a game replacing Jim Nance uh, out in Arizona. I was scheduled to do South Carolina uh, and Vanderbilt. I think it was. I think the game was at South Carolina, and it was going to be one of the regional games on CBS, and it was with Al McGuire. And uh, and so you know, Eli was so pumped up to get to call a game with Al. And uh, and m- meeting and working with Al McGuire for the very first time, I can tell you, is pretty intense to start with and pretty amazing. For Eli, it had to be even more so. But I got called out last moment. I mean, I was literally getting ready for that game uh, it might have been at Georgia now that I think about it. It could have been Georgia and South Carolina, not Vanderbilt. And the game was actually at Georgia. So um, I got called away to go work with Billy Packer and uh, because something happened with Jim Nance. I can't remember what. And so Eli got to do it, and it was just great. It was a, I think it was a, only a one-time thing for him. But uh, he loved it, couldn't stop talking about it. But we... From time to time, through the years, and in our different stages of growth as broadcasters, um, we ran across each other all the time. And my foot was in the road doing Braves baseball, um, Hawks, and NBA basketball while I was doing the Jefferson Pilot early window football games, and um, and I was working, you know, three sixty five twenty four seven. Uh, in my mid-30s into my mid-40s, probably. Between 1994 and, and 2000, you know, I was burning the candle at a lot of different ends. That sort of changed for me when I went to CBS and replaced Nance in 98, and I got away from doing baseball and the NBA. But he was, he was, his foot was in the road more than me with all the, the NASCAR obligations that he had. So I would run into him at, at uh, <laughs> uh, Hartsfield-Jackson International at, 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 in Atlanta all the time. I mean, we we, we compared knots. I think we probably have had more conversations at the Atlanta airport in the Sky Club uh, than at any other place. But um, we, we also took a road trip once uh, uh, because of travel problems we drove. From, uh, and that was from Music City. I remember that. Joe Dean Jr. was with us, and uh, I, for whatever reason, he, he needed to get back to get on a plane. He hopped a ride with us, and we we, here, we went from Nashville into, uh, into Birmingham together. And it was, uh, it was wonderful. You know, those moments are frozen in time. You just think about them. And it's, it's rare when guys that essentially do the same thing have that much time to talk. And uh, he's a very private person. Unlike me, I, I, I tend to people, you know, you know what's going on in Brando's life because that's just the way I've always been. Uh, but Eli has always been pretty private, and I'm sure he's going through a very difficult time right now. And I, um, I want to respect that big time and just say that my thoughts and prayers are with him, and uh, I hope he has time to get well. Sounds as if uh, he certainly wants to get back. I think. You know, at, at this stage of um, of our lives, I think we all have to 
realize that uh, none of us are promised tomorrow, so we we certainly need to enjoy today. Uh, I want to say Eli's maybe three years, two, maybe two, maybe two years older than me. I'll be sixty-seven in February, and I think he's at. I think last time I heard it was he's about sixty-nine, right at it, sixty-nine, seventy. Um, and uh, you know, you we push we push ourselves a lot with the travel, and it it it. It will grow on you when you're not flying charters, you know, or wheels ups, and you're and you're going commercially a lot. Um, there's a lot of stress uh, on your body and on your mind that can add up over time. I know he's not doing as much of it now as he used to, but the compilation of all those those road weary miles from years gone by will add up over time. So uh, I wish him the best as he uh, convalesces. Timmy, and the trickle-down effect of the world of sportscasting in that Nance, Brando, Eli story, I was the fourth because I ended up doing play-by-play for the Alabama-Florida SEC game. So there you got that. Uh, How about that? And a very proud mo- <laughs> uh, and a very proud moment in my life to do a game on the Alabama Network. Okay, sticking to the sportscasting thing. Dominoes, as the dominoes fall, right, Matt? <laughs> you know, your number was called. It, it, <laughs> it, it, and uh, I think... I think I stepped up. Hey, uh, as long as we're on the sportscasting thing, your thoughts on Vince Scully? I, um, in my years doing Braves baseball in the mid-90s against the same period, I was working primarily with Ernie Johnson Sr. on Sports South, which was at that time owned by Turner, later became Fox South, now it's Valleys or whatever they call it. But uh, We did about 45 to 50 games a year. And we were together the strike season of 94 when everything ended on August the 11th, Black Sunday, when the strike, um, when we found out that the Toronto Blue Jays were going to remain the reigning champions, there would be no World Series. Um, And then 95 when the Braves won the series, and 96 when they lost to the Yankees. And the the times when the Dodgers came to Fulton County or we went out to Chavez Ravine, uh, it was almost... Like, as we're making our plans pregame and maybe even some postgame, it all kind of revolved around we're going to have an opportunity to see and talk with uh, with Vin, and he would hold court. Uh, Ernie Sr., always the humble one, uh, but was always gracious, and I always got a big kick out of um, just listening to the two of them, to, to Vin and to, and to Ernie, uh, talk old times. You know, Milwaukee Braves. Uh, Brooklyn Dodgers turned Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, just a, a wonderfully gifted talent. I don't know that anyone had a better understanding of of uh, pitch and timing and uh, a, thesa- a thesaurus that was better or beyond anyone's comprehension. You know, the right use of the word at just the right moment. Vince Scully had it. Uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways, uh, Matt, we forget because he was so great with the Dodgers and so attached to them uh, as its uh, as its wordsmith. We forget how great he was at golf that he did for NBC for many years. How great he was doing the NFL on CBS. I mean, he called. I know some people are <laughs> today are saying, "Gosh, I didn't know he called them the 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 catch of Dwight Clark's from Joe Montana in '81." They'd probably forgotten about that. It was he and Hank Strand doing the 
NFC Championship in 81 on CBS. And he could have very easily been John Madden's partner rather than Pat Summerall. He was the guy that they really thought was uh, going to be the guy. And as it turned out, they, they really felt Summerall blended better with Madden than than Vin did. And maybe that was because Vin was so polished. You know, sometimes being that polished means that um, the gregarious nature of a personality like Madden's might not have come out as easily had he been with someone like Vin. Vin could intimidate you with his uh, strength and his brilliance of of what he said at a, at a given time. Uh, and I think that's what made him more effective on radio than television. I've I have said this a few times, Matt. He is the greatest radio play-by-play broadcaster of all time. No doubt about it. And you certainly put him on Mount Rushmore among all-time network television play-by-play guys. I mean, he's there. There's no doubt. But I don't think that his, even baseball, I don't think he was as effective in television as he was on radio because of the advent of, um, of the analyst becoming a bigger factor in sports television. And that happened during the period of the 80s going into the 90s when former players were coming into the booth and television executives wanted the color analysts to become the stars and the play-by-play guys to become set-up men. Then could, <laughs> then could call a phone book and he needed no analyst. Uh, in fact, he was far better as a solo than he was with dialogue in television, I, I, I thought Kubek and Costas were better as the number two team in television than, than Scully and Garagiola were uh, doing Major League Baseball back in the late 70s and early 80s after he took over for Kurt Gowdy. Then uh, was just so good by himself, you almost felt sorry and empathetic. for. I was sympathetic to the plight of the, of the analyst. I mean, Ben was so good, he covered everything so well. What was really left to say? That's why his baseball on radio was just perfection. And when I say perfection, I mean that. Uh, his calls of the Aaron home run, the majestic nature of it, to understand in the mid-70s uh, from a landscape standpoint, even as an opposing broadcaster, he's calling the game for the Dodgers. Downing gives up the home run, and as Aaron is rounding the bases, He has the thought process to say, so here we are in the deep south, and a black man has just erased the number one record in all of American sports, and these people are all on their feet. What a glorious moment, not only for baseball, but for America. I mean, my God, how good is that? Um... It was just impeccable. You go back and listen to all of those calls of the 715th home run, whether it was Milo Hamilton's on the Braves radio, whether it was uh, Kurt Gowdy's, whom I loved. He was my hero. He was my mentor on NBC. It's the, the call by Scully on Dodgers radio, the team that was losing now, and, and, and was, they were the vanquished on that home run by Aaron, where you got the most epic call of calls of um, – in my lifetime, one of the greatest moments in the history of sports. So uh, I'll, I'll always remember that about him and just how gracious he always was and welcoming and how warm he was to young broadcasters coming up. As And I was one. I, I knew Dick Edinburgh a lot better than I knew Ben. 
Dick had a lot of the same qualities. Uh, but then even Inberg would say was the envy of every baseball broadcaster. Tim, as always, great stuff. Next time you go to Trump National, we want to invite. <laughs> well, hey, I'm playing from the I'm playing from the uh, forward well, two of us. I'm a I'm a senior <laughs> player, uh, Jay. I'm sure you can hit yeah. it a lot further than me in that air, but but I'll, I'll need strokes and I'll need the forward tees. But you'll have the invite, okay? <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Got a call from uh, Danny Werfel yesterday, and he wants me to play in a. SEC Pickleball Championship oh, over Sea Island, uh, a part of his uh, Desire Street Ministries. And uh, I've never played pickleball. I'm a tennis player, so I, I, I guess i got to start training. And if I'm going to be the guy, either i got to find the guy. So the uh, a lot of fun. All right, my man, thank you so much, as always. Take care. Thanks, Tim. You got it, Jake. Bye-bye. Tim Brando joining us, and uh, as he does each and every week, great stuff, as always. And Great comments about Eli and also uh, Vince Scully as well. And uh, we'll continue more to come on the other side. We're live from AVX. And again, it's WOW. Women on Wednesdays brought to you by Schaefer Plastic. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. And Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.C. Letter O. Into the chapel, and we're gonna get married. Go into the chapel, and we're gonna get married. Dolphins quarterback Tua Tecla Viola is officially a married man according to a Broward County clerk of courts database. Uh, Tua, Donnie Tecla Viola, I didn't know his name was Donnie, uh, married Anna Concetta Gore, a native of North Carolina on July 18th, just 10 days before the start of Dolphins training camp. So now her initials are ACT. <laughs> which is great, but uh, native of North Carolina, and uh, it turns out if you want uh, the uh, Tua to uh, be quiet about things, they're very, very quiet about this, but uh, July 18th was the date and said about 10 days prior to uh, opening of training camp. You see some of the pictures that we're looking at right now online, but, uh, man, uh, congratulations to Tua. Keeping it quiet and uh, quiet wedding, and for them, congratulations to the start of their marriage. Yeah, and, gosh, we've... Uh spent a lot of oxygen talking about how Tua really values family uh, uh, when he was at Alabama. 
And uh, it's easy just to say something like that, but for Tua, family is everything. And so uh, this is a, a great thing for him and perhaps, a you know, more of a, a, I don't know, stabilizing force in his life. And I sure hope that he is uh, poised for a breakout year. I remember Richard Petty telling me once, and this just goes back to NASCAR, uh, and I'll use, I won't use the language that Richard Petty used, but he said, basically, Matt, if your home life is really, really bad, your professional life is really bad. But if your home life is great, your professional life That's is the, great. The, the happy wife, happy life thing. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I believe there's truth to that. The, the article I'm reading here is Tua's not very happy that it got out. Uh, and he used it in one term here. Of course, it's all through Twitter, and it's all coming through TMZ and all that kind of stuff. But he said he felt like it was disrespectful that it was released in this fashion. He's already protecting her. Good what, for him. Who broke the story, I wonder? And uh, she's very private. Her Instagram is locked. There's no, like, CD-type things uh, about her. So she seems very protective of their relationship and uh, and also of her own, uh, own, own image in life and all that kind of stuff. So. He, uh, congratulations. Um, I mean, you know, you know, they wanted to keep it quiet, but how long can you keep it quiet with a guy like Tua at that, uh, at that position, quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? Well, good luck to him. Um, I'm trying to download this response he gave after camp. Uh, I can't quite get to it yet. Can't hear it, but, uh. This uh, I just particular well, I story says sassy. He was sassy. Well, I, I, I don't said, well, understand I, I don't why, why, why would he care if it got out or not? You're married, for God's sake. Yeah. He said, well, I don't know uh, know any of those guys. Tua said last week in response to criticism. He said that people draw clickbait, whatever that is. Uh, that's one of his comments about it. Um, some other things that were said, really, I guess right there is more about the clickbait stuff that they were talking about. Him as a quarterback, but um, that was in the article that they put out. Dealing with, uh, again, Anna Seta Gore out of North Carolina. It's just who to Wouldn't you be proud of, of your wife? Wouldn't you Maybe want he to? had planned some elaborate uh, reception and party. Yeah, or I don't didn't know. Like it's do just that. like I would say, chill out, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things in this world to get upset about, and this is not But one it of could them. have been they got married and thinking we're going to do an actual ceremony yeah. later on. Maybe. Um, they eloped. <laughs> Maybe that is that public <laughs> record? It is. Can you just yeah, go down to the courthouse and see who got married today? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Crazy. But congratulations. Good Maybe he's him. feeling but the pressure it, it, of the it, Dolphins it's most, camp. Most likely there was somebody in the Broward County Clerk's Office oh, who yeah. was like, oh, my hey, goodness. look at this. And maybe made a Well, little... it's not like his last name, Smith. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> recognizable. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So, all right. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Very happy for him. Good stuff. All right, uh, we got more to come. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We want to hit on that and highlight on that uh, as well. Some other stories, and uh, again, we talked earlier about Nick Saban, his comments about uh, this is not a rebuild year like last year was. We'll get into that and uh, what he had to say. Nick Kids had their uh, annual uh, luncheon today and raising money for that. They had their freshman uh, leg day yesterday as well. So camp is underway, and he had his New York Yankees T-shirt on as usual so uh, we'll break some other things down for you coming up on the other side we want to remind you that uh, wow women on wednesday brought to you by Schaefer plastic surgery also want to encourage you to uh, go online and check out the high tide traditions the new nil 
uh, as far as collective that you can be a part of. Every fan can be a part of it and uh, catch the wave, get on, uh, be a part of that, and uh, help out when it comes to uh, all things uh, Crimson Tide and all the athletes, not just football. It is all sports, and uh, you'll absolutely love it. And uh, you need to, Bama Nation, step up and support that in this high tide traditions and to find out more information very easily to click through and see all the different sponsorship levels that you can be a part of and the swag that you'll get for being a part of that that'll make you exclusive to high tide traditions all right we'll be back stay with us hour number two as we wrap it up you're listening to the jay barker show live from the avx studios in downtown birmingham Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny, scattered showers and storms around through early tonight. The high today, 92, tonight's low, 73. Tomorrow, another very humid day, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms around. The high tomorrow at 90. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 83 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Legend of the Phoenix <laughs> All ends with beginnings Alright, it's really time for AAA That's Alex's amazing anecdotes And uh, always great to have him at the end of the show Give us some things we haven't maybe touched on Whether it be through sports, entertainment, financial Whatever he wants to pick, he gets to pick it Alright, Alex, uh, give us uh, some of your anecdotes today there's a kangaroo on the loose in Tuscaloosa County. What? <laughs> most recently spotted on Rose Boulevard west of Tuscaloosa. Uh, Bigham Farm and Exotics posted on Facebook, it's very important to not approach it. And if you see him, keep a distance so he doesn't take off. If you see him, keep an eye on him and call uh, Tuscaloosa County Animal Control. Wow. <laughs> kangaroo on the loose. Okay. That, that is something I have right. never heard before. That's, uh, that's at the Alabama. top of your list as far as... Uh, Intriguing. I wonder uh, if we got a new punter. <laughs> <laughs> down the land down under. Uh, they'll punch you, won't they? Yeah, they oh. I'm not sure you want to get around. All right. If we should do, send every uh, fried house out to get the kangaroo. <laughs> oh, Who can catch the kangaroo first? <laughs> Go for it. Auburn quarterback TJ Finley has agreed to an NIL partnership with Amazon, and it's believed he's believed to be the first college football player to have an NIL, NIL deal with Amazon. He won't be the last. I find that very curious. T.J. Finley? And very curious. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be the to starter at Auburn. Calzada? Or, I think Calzada is going to be the starter. I mean, if you, if, or anybody. If you, if you listen to Harson talk, Harson. <laughs> I don't mean that bad, but I mean. Harson has been raving about Calzada, by the way. Yeah. And, and, and the last we saw of T.J. Finley, it was horrible in the Birmingham. Oh, uh, yeah. There. It was it was hard to watch. Um, he's missing. What has he he's done to deserve an Amazon NIL deal? He's in the fashion, so, apparently. Is what oh, he's in, in the, the fashion. fashion? I got you. Okay. Oh, he's not in the fashion like Cam is, is he? Maybe he has a great. Has he got a great social media site? Maybe that's what it is. He's posted his clothes on Instagram before. Yeah, he is in the fashion like Cam, for oh. sure. Oh. It's <laughs> about the only thing they have in common. Whoa, excuse me. Up next, Southwest Airlines has removed expiration dates on all flight credits, and they've also enhanced their Wi-Fi 
allowed new in-seat power and larger overhead bins and a new and new self-service capabilities. So several years ago, I thought I didn't think too highly of Southwest, but they have made so many improvements in the last like decade or so that uh, now it is really one of the easiest airlines to to fly on, most comfortable, best service, uh, cheapest prices. You have an NIO deal with them? Yeah, ours? I know. <laughs> um, I mean, no, I've always been. A, I've always I, loved I'm, Southwest. I'm a Delta guy. Me too. But I always kind of thought. I always thought Delta, or excuse me, Southwest sort of catered to the lowest denominator. Sorry, I'm a... You elitist from the <laughs> hell. That's a New York You are. Oh, oh my gosh. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Southwest all the time. Dude, just I don't check believe in, I said check that. In, check in early. You get the exit seat in your first class. Yeah. Yeah. You got plenty that's, of legroom. That's first class on Southwest. It, it is. Yeah. Does that I mean, mean you got the minute right at like twenty three hours? Yeah, exactly. Fifty nine minutes yeah, and forty seconds. You said it to get make that happen. I, I love Southwest because here's why. They leave on time, they arrive on time. Yeah, they, That's th- all I can Their do. record I, is the best. Yeah. yeah, I think it is the best. It is, by far. I've flown Delta, and look, love Delta. I've flown, I hate United, hate American, because uh, I don't hate them, but I, they, they, I've had more um, mechanical issues, probably a, a pilot that was drunk the night before that didn't show up. Uh, <laughs> now, I've had, Denzel Washington was your pilot. Is that what exactly. you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so does that mean the Southwest miles that I had 20 years ago I can now use? I don't believe so. I think okay. it's like now in effect. Oh, okay. Mm. All, right. All right, next. Uh, Magic Johnson went on Twitter on Tuesday and called for Commissioner Adam Silver in the NBA to retire Bill Russell's number six across the entire league. Hmm. Mm. Oh, what, are, what other famous number sixes were there or have there been? Kobe was, right? Yeah, Kobe was, but then what did he change to, 24? He went to 8. 24, 8, 8, 24. Yeah. LeBron um, wears number 6. Um, Hey, if, if that's what they want to do, I'm all for it. I mean, he was yeah. he was an icon and will be remembered as that, both on and off the floor. And I think it's off the floor that you would probably want to retire it for that reason, like Jackie Robinson. So Jackie Robinson's... What, he was 42. 42. Is that retired league-wide? I believe so. I don't know. It is. You're the baseball guy. Oh, <laughs> it, it is. is. All right, there we go. Are there any NFL numbers retired league-wide? Jays, when he was with the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> no, they retired me. <laughs> it was called your, oh, your cut. <laughs> self-deprecating humor is the best, Jay. Thank okay, you. Okay, no, the NFL's never retired a jersey number league-wide. Uh, NHL has. Take a guess. Rescue. Yeah, 99. And Major see, League Baseball. Yeah, I can Baseball, see 23. Major League Baseball, Michael 42. Jordan. Boy, but yeah, uh, but now you have LeBron wearing six. Oh. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, let's ban it. LeBron's out. wearing it. Let's ban it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, all right. Is that it? We don't have time for another one. Thank you, Alex. Great job. And by the way, happy late birthday. We yeah, forgot. Happy Sorry. birthday. Happy uh, birthday to Tom Brady. <laughs> 45 and years old. to Alex as well. And uh, also to Eli, where prayers or thoughts are with you. Thank you for all you've done. And we know you're going to be back in the saddle once again. All right. From Tide 100.9 FM, Joe is there. Gaith have been producing. And uh, Josh Smith over at Crawford Broadcasting, our uh, producer and uh, also extraordinaire. And also doing all of our stream stuff. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. Hi, this is Wes 